Hello and welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Tuesday, the 21st of March. My name is Ben, and on the line it's Andrew. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. How's yourself? I'm very good as well. Yeah, I'm. My voice has just about recovered. It's a good job we. Um, it's kind of convenient that we couldn't record this yesterday because I, I sounded like a, a teenager with his voice breaking. I think it was, <laughs> yeah. it was a real disaster. Um, and on, on Monday, I went. Right, uh, sorry, on Sunday. Uh, went around to see my mum in the evening, and she was like, "Oh God, you sound terrible. Are you are you yeah. all right? You must have a dreadful cold." I'm like, no, I just just been at the football, <laughs> and it was yeah. a good, it was an exciting afternoon. Um, well, I said to myself, I weren't going to sing because obviously I've had a sore throat and cough and everything. I'm not singing. I'm not. How can you not? Like when when something like that happens. Fantastic afternoon at the lane. One of the yeah, the like one of the most I've been into a game. I think for a a really long time. Even though I went into it. Kind of, I'm, I'm going to be careful how I phrase this. It wasn't that I wasn't bothered. I think I really, really wanted to win, but I wouldn't have been too upset if we'd lost. No, we, we obviously met before, and I think everyone before in the pub was saying the same, that it felt like the pressure were off. There, mm. there were no nerves. It weren't like a league game thinking, oh, God, if we don't win this in Middlesbrough, blah, blah, blah. It would just sort of, I mean, it'd be nice, wouldn't it, to get into Wembley? But if not, you know, it's not end of the world. I... That changed completely as soon as uh, Blackburn went one up and Berrett and Diaz were giving it the ears. <laughs> Quite, <laughs> became, yeah. became the most important game of the season so far. But I did <laughs> think that had happened. I thought once you got into it and the mm. the atmosphere got going and stuff, and I think the fact the game went as it did m- made it a bigger occasion, if you know what I mean. If we were just comfortably one, two or three nil, mm. yeah, it had been fantastic. But the way the game went was what made it, really. It was a a brilliant game, wasn't it? Like you know, if you just leave aside any partisanship and you know our uh, yes. uh, our feelings of of glory of having won it, a fantastic game of football. We we really have had some um, exciting games under Heckingbottom, um, particularly mm. at Bramall Lane, I think. So go you know yeah. last, last year and a half, there's yeah, there's probably six or seven like. And really it's easy to say this tonight because when Blackburn went on the up, I was like, obviously as you do in the middle of them, like, these are rubbish. How are we losing to these? Out of a shot, what they're doing. They they played really well, and it's really easy to be magnanimous in victory. And if we'd have lost this, I might have been saying they were lucky. But they they absolutely added to an absolutely a genuinely fantastic game of football. Not perfect in terms of technical quality, lots of mistakes and stuff, but a brilliant game, a brilliant match, great advert for the FA Cup and the Championship. Mm, yeah, I had a lot of um, well, not a lot, but several of my. Uh, football watching friends who don't support United messaging me saying like that was an extremely enjoyable game of football or words to that effect um, yeah what, there was something you said that, oh yeah that was um, I think it was at 2-1 down I was I was sat there going like I've, I've actually enjoyed this like you know if, mm. if, if this finishes 2-1 I'm going to leave with a, a little bit of a smile on my face I think just a little yeah. rueful smile because it's been a yeah. really good game and I yeah I thought we played really really well I thought it was going to be um, one of those games you alluded to, I think after, after the Luton game, saying that the Luton game was not like this, you said, mm-hmm. you know, those games where United have played well, it just wasn't our day. Like, opposition took their chances and we didn't take our chances. I would have felt quite mm-hmm. philosophical if we'd, um, if we'd gone the on to The thing what I will but... say is, and I only really got this halfway through the game, is that I remember, I think I turned around to Eggy and said, we have played well and stuff, but this is another game we've lost against a top six side. And I think psychologically the win was important because the old club's on a high now. And I think if we'd have lost, I don't think it would have been, you know, down down in the dumps or anything like that. But I do think we'd have been, you know, right, but we've got to, we have to go up now. You know what I mean? Like that, the fun's over. Do you know what I mean? Back yeah. to the slog of the league. And it should give us loads. The, the club will be on a massive high. You know what I mean? They all know they're going to Wembley, apart from two of them, unfortunately, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and it, yeah, and, and I think some people say the cup runs distract from the league and we'll have to see what happens. But, I think he would have lost that game. It'd have been worse, long term, sorry, short term, um, mm. than if we'd have won it. Because I think you can go to Norwich now and say, you know, we're on a real high. We've won two games now in a row after coming. You know, and it's been a really dodgy run before that. And we beat two good sides, Sunderland and Blackburn. So it should give us a lot of confidence going into the league. Two come from behind victories in a row as well. Yeah, that's another um, big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which, and it were like I say, we're only two one. Where I thought. You know what? I don't really want to lose again because that'll be what four losses in seven or something suppose, like that. Yeah, yeah, and it became like a bit. And maybe I'm playing it in my head so much. So when we actually won, I was delighted. Yeah, well, you know, we might not be good at semi-finals, but we're 
we're really good at quarterfinals, aren't we? And, yeah, uh... we really are. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was talking. Could not Wednesday fan message, man. They've been hilarious, by the way. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> but he, he's really sound. This guy, and he was like, um, "I can't believe you're there again." <laughs> you were just like sort of, uh, and he was basically saying that you know, since he, he's he's a bit younger than me, so he's like mid thirties, um, and he he's had one quarter final ever in his lifetime, and he was still at school for that. Yeah, as uh, I. And, well, yeah, we sort of take this for granted to a degree, but for a club our, of our stature <laughs> to be in this, and look, we're not going to win it almost certainly. But to, to get to have these massive days that we do and these like huge, it's not we, we shouldn't be at Wembley as many times as we have been. <laughs> no. let's put it that way. Certainly not in the FA Cup because there's there's plenty of other clubs better than us, bigger than us, Everton people like that who have not had anywhere near as many like sort of days out of, uh, as we have and. I think there's about seven teams in the country now who can win a trophy pretty much legitimately unless something massively, you know, weird happens. So these are our, they're not our cup finals, but these are why we go every week. It's these these occasions why we go every week. Exactly that. And we will obviously talk about who we've, you know, who we're going to play in the semi-final mm. and obviously how difficult that's going to be. But if anything, as, as you said there, it kind of just underlines the importance to me of like just enjoying the moment as a blade. Yes. I mean, I... You know, so I started. I started, like got into football in the mid '90s. So after uh, after the '93 um, FA Cup semi against Wednesday, a good couple of years after that. Mm. Even then, I've now seen my team in four FA Cup semi-finals. I think this is yeah. right. Three promotions, hopefully to become four in a few. Three months. promotions, yeah. Hopefully yeah. to be Two four to the in Premier League as well, which is obviously huge. Mm-hmm. A top ten finish in the Premier League. Uh, two League Cup semi-finals, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, and four playoff finals. As bad as they they were, the the semi finals were at least good to get to the playoff final. It's not that bad being a United fan. This is all, you know. I'd much rather have this than like Palace are obviously in the spotlight yeah. this week because they've uh, they've moved on from Vieira in their eternal quest to finish between twelfth and fifteenth in the Premier League, which I'm sure they're yeah. going to pull off again. And all right, well done. That they are a a club who is obviously financially secure. They've played in the Premier League. I don't know how many, but a load of seasons out of the last 20, for example, way more than United have. Yeah. But God damn, that must be boring. Like, give me boom or bust every time. Really, really good. Uh, we're on a massive tangent here. Sorry, but again, yes, I, talk, to, I was talking to my Wednesday mate about this, and I, and I was saying, you know, he said he's enjoyed their, their, their season miles more than any other in his lifetime because they win every week. And I, I've always thought that it doesn't really matter what division you're in. Mm. If you're winning and you're having good games of football, and you're, you know, you're having exciting times like we did on Sunday. And to be fair, like obviously, as I said, Wednesday looked like they might even get 100 points like we did. And we know how good that season was. Mm. It doesn't really matter. And as you said, I much prefer to be a Sheffield United fan than a Palace fan right now. And obviously, you'd swap the financial position. And they might have a go at Palace. They've done fantastically well. You know, similar size club tours or whatever. And, you know, not not fantastic ground or gates. And they've, they've managed to establish themselves, which is the dream. But is it the dream? Yeah. Because... <laughs> What what the you know I think they got to a final didn't they under Pardew a bit back and that's about it really. Under <laughs> under Pardew yeah we're all we're all picturing the exact same game uh, yeah. at this moment aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. forget. Um, yeah. Right back back to this Blackburn game then. So um, I think having six thousand away fans is something we need to encourage mate for every yes, uh, I agree. every I game agree. for the rest of the season because it, it it does really help the atmosphere doesn't it having. A shed load of away fans. A, a literal I think it's fantastic. Lead. I thought the Blackburn fans were great. We were great. Same as Tottenham. I don't think it's coincidence now. Or you could argue the big games. Tottenham at home is a big game, but we're even, we're even loud against Wrexham. Hmm. I know that were you know a bit of a, a spicy match for whatever reason, but I don't think it's a coincidence that we every time the away end is completely sold out both tiers. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, and people will say, "Well, we're not giving ourselves." I saw before, we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity to win. I'd argue that we are because the atmosphere is miles better. Yeah. Uh, they can have six thousand, but it's not as loud as twenty or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. Uh, there's no way of knowing this, obviously, but I, I feel like people are more likely to sing if there's a load of away fans to compete yeah, with, essentially. Yeah. And yeah, that's definitely happened in these last two rounds. Um, United make just the one change from mm-hmm. um, the midweek win at Sunderland. And uh, it's McBurney coming in for Jebison, who actually picked up a knock in that game. Although he is on the bench, pleasingly. Yeah, he said he'd not been on the grass all week, um, which is why he, uh, he didn't bells. start. 
Yeah, I was the same as you. I think you're asking him out for a couple of weeks, but good to see him back on the bench. And he were warmed up to come on at one point as well. So, mm. so uh, an interesting call to roll with, uh, you know, Doyle playing central midfield, leaving McAtee is in is great. Baldock starting again, obviously great. Um, but yeah, very much uh, this is our strongest team. Well, that we think is our strongest team, and uh, and we're going to go for it. And yeah, I thought we we started a little bit nervily. I thought, um, particularly at the back, like. <clears throat> West seems yeah. to take forever to like clear some of these um, you know, back passes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that that one really early on. Yeah, that, I agree with you. The first five minutes or so, um, I felt like, I won't say they were on top. It was just us being nervous. Mm. We were just sort of really, really simple things. Which I don't know. Maybe the nerves get into it and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, but then I thought we actually came into it. I thought we were we were the better side for pretty much the entirety of the first half. To be honest. Yeah, I, I thought we played really, really well. And there was a point, I think it's, uh, just to skip ahead a bit, I think when it's when they hit the post, it would have made it 3-1. Um, mm. I was thinking, do you know what, even if they'd scored there, still kind of fanciers, like, yeah, I think there'd yeah. have been 20 minutes left. I, I felt like we could definitely get more goals. And obviously, that's that's basically what ended up happening anyway. But um, yeah, I loved, I, I don't know if this was like their, their tactical approach or whether we were just absolutely bang on it. But it just felt like we could pretty much stroll to the edge of their box whenever we wanted to. It was great. Yeah. Doyle and Berger driving from deep with the ball. Uh, McAtee, is obviously his name's going to crop up quite a few times in this, but I thought he was outstanding on the ball. Just a couple of finishing, obviously, let him down. Uh, you know, defenders getting forward and getting involved in the attack. And Jai was utterly unplayable. Like, yeah. The only yeah. disappointment, I suppose, is that he didn't get a proper shooting chance himself the whole game. But I mentioned last week, obviously, the Sunderland pod, where I said, he's not been at his very, very best, but he's still, you know, one of the best players in the league. Well, I think he was his very, very best in this game. That, that's Unreal. Some of the bits I mean, of skill just were outrageous. Yeah. I mean, people... Again, as people have been out saying, oh, you know, people have seen him on TV now. And, you know, it's like people know who he is. People, yeah. He's too good for this league. Played in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's too good for us in the, in the current state that we're in, in terms of uh, being a championship club. If we keep holding for another season, if we go up, you you know, I'll, that'll be absolutely fantastic because I, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I'm just going to mention these now so I don't forget them. But two bits of skill in this game. I've only seen... United tweet one of them, so the second one I assume is on the way. But uh, I think it's in the first half. He does a sort of drag back mm. flick that nutmegs a defender and sets yeah. like Armand Otzic running away. And then in the second half, we're we're actually two on down at this point. Um, but he gets the ball. I mean, you you know exactly what I'm talking about, obviously. But yeah. gets the ball near the box. Does this like it does about six sort of drag backs? Like I don't know what the word for this is, but he's like rolling yeah, his studs over the ball, going the backwards. Ball. Yeah. And then he sweeps the ball behind his legs and between two defenders straight to Bulldog. It's just like, what the hell am I watching here? I, I, remember... I laughed out loud after just because he brilliant bit of play and then a classic Bulldog straight at the <laughs> defender <laughs> cross <laughs> straight away after. Like, I genuinely yeah. laughed out loud. I, I had exactly the same, yeah. Amazing. So good. Just like you blasted it. <laughs> None of this nonsense, Illiman. Oh, just the crowd there. Like, everyone just went, oh. Oh, the exact same moment. And we were losing. Yeah, exactly. Because I I had a moment about 20 seconds later where I realised I'd just had a massive grin on my face for the Mm. next 20 seconds. And I think that was the point where I was like, I'm not that upset if we lose here because I've really enjoyed this. Like, we've properly given it a go. And yeah, Mm. if if it's just going to be one of them days, it just has to be one of them days. But um... I laughed at one of the Blackburn fans after said something like, we kept Julian Moon die quiet. You didn't. I mean... (laughs) You know what I mean? Not having a go, because not, not, not many people do, but you, just because he didn't score. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he was wonderful. Um, I think you might have to correct me on the order of some of these events, because it was an action-packed game, as I said. Yes. Pretty sure that this happened before while the score was 0-0. Egan slipping in McAtee. Um, Can we just take a moment to talk about John Egan's pings in that first half, by the mm. way? There were some unbelievable passes coming out. Uh, but that were a fantastic ball from him. And yeah, McAtee goes clean through and difficult angle, but I, I think he probably made it a little bit easier than it could have been, if you know what I mean. But then again, you know, it'd be a difficult finish as well. Yeah, yeah, he had so much time. I, he, mm. he really should have buried it. Like, that, that's the sort of final shot you take in that situation is not yeah yeah it's hard to give him too much of a pass for that one i mean i will say the run is fantastic the ball is fantastic and yeah no one's catching him he just um 
it just kind of fluffs the finish, really. Um, you could have had an action at McAtee another day, which we'll get on to. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'll just bring that up now, actually. Like, I really have to credit his performance. You know, that he just kept going even with those misses. Mm. I thought he was... I thought he was borderline unplayable at times as well. You know, just his confidence on the ball. He's, I don't know. I think I saw someone the other day saying, like, you know, he, they remind, he reminds them a bit of Grealish when he was in the championship. And I'm like, mm. sort of see it. Like, you know, obviously not the £100 million yeah, international yeah, superstar yeah. Jack Grealish that is now. But, yeah, that, that swagger, that confidence, like, you know, you're only going to take the ball off me if you foul me. It's... I can sort of see the the roots of that a little bit with him. I think he's, yeah, I think he's going to be a really, really good player. Um, yeah, probably not for Man City, but certainly in the Premier League, I think. Um, so yeah, I was impressed with him, but he did miss miss that chance. And then VAR, it's back. <sighs> Just when you thought it was safe to get to Bramall Lane, they bring VAR in for the quarterfinals. And uh, yeah, what's this? Twenty minutes gone. Did you have any inkling whatsoever no, that you were about to have I, an intervention? I forgot VAR was... You completely forgot VAR were happening, to be honest, in this game, because you do, because we've not had it for that long, obviously, two seasons now. Hmm. And then, they just taking a corner, I'm like... I thought Wes had saved it, didn't realise it at the bar, actually. Um, I think he did save it, right? Did he actually get an hand on that? I'm sure he yeah. saved it. Yeah. I, I must know, I've watched this game back about 100 times, I should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it goes like, VAR, Che, you're thinking, here we go. Then it went on that long, you're thinking, this is a pen. Like because, and then he went to the the monitor and once, what's the point of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gonna just don't bother. And then he took about a minute. I think it was four minutes overall. Someone counted up. Uh, they they took to make a decision that by the rules of the game were pretty obvious. It's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous uh, rule, hmm. but it is a pen. Did you? I, I don't. Did you have any inkling before they showed a still on the screen? Did you have any inkling Not, of what was being like? Why why it might be a penalty? No, I thought I actually thought I wonder if there's something in the build-up. Then I thought, well, they crossed it in. So the only real thing that it could have been was Jack Robinson's hand because they obviously crossed from the side. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, not now. Not no idea. I didn't well, I was saying think... I was I was like mentally rewinding what I'd seen. I was like, did it like did it hit someone's hand like when the guy crossed it? Like did somebody yeah. fall? You know, because it it was crossed on the ground, and I don't know if it was Robinson or some not Robinson. Sorry, um, Egan. Like he sort of. He ended up twisting his body a bit because it was behind him. Yeah, thinking, has he yeah. has he fallen on it? Because yeah, it comes to uh, Gallagher who has a shot that like bounces up. It's Robinson, uh, and Fodringham saves it. Nobody in the entire ground thought this was handball. Like nobody had any inkling. Blackburn that it hit fans Robinson. were not uh, sorry. Blackburn players didn't even appeal. Nothing. No, they just went straight over to take the corner. Like Gallagher just yeah. got his head in his hands. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm. I was stood there thinking, like, why are they wasting time not taking this corner? Like, come on, get on with the game. And then realised, oh, there's a VAR check for something. I've absolutely no idea. And I was furious. And not because yeah, of the... Like, but just because of the, how rubbish it is, VAR. Yeah. I, mean, I, I won't say it ruined the rest of the game or anything, but every goal we scored after, every single one of them, it's in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, is someone offside? That it's, it's just... It's horrible. And... You know, yeah, it was the right decision in the end. So they'll say, well, we've got the right decision. But, but it's not the point at all. Yeah. It's the fact that... And Blackburn fans obviously have never experienced it before, as far as I know, unless they've been in another quarterfinal, which I can't think of since VAR came in. So. so, you know, for them, it might be really exciting. You know, oh, oh, brilliant, getting VAR for a pen and stuff like that. But, they'll, you know, they'd soon realise after a while that, you know, that second goal they scored could have been offside. It wasn't. But, you know, the way it broke, you know, a bit of, you know people were sort of appealing and things. Mm. Even they must have been thinking, "Oh, hang on, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That might not, that might not be given." And it, the best thing about football is when you score a goal. That's that's the main reason people go to football to lose themselves when we score. When you score an important goal, oh, you're going over all ground, but it just takes it away from you. And uh, like I say, every every goal that we scored, I went, "Yeah!" And then I'm like, "Oh, hang on, what, where's ref?" You know what I mean? Looking at the <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that actually. Um, obviously, the first one. Uh... Yeah, for United, I didn't have a clue who it hit. I thought mm-hmm. it could easily have hit one of our players. Yep, and he's offside. Same. Second one, um, I thought Sharp might have got a touch on it on the before exactly. it went in. Yep. Yep. And if he had, I thought he might be offside. And then the third one, obviously, the guy's on the floor. And yeah, yeah. So I, I went bananas for the third goal, obviously. But you're right. I, I've sort of you know seen all the Blackburn players protest and stuff. And you're like, mm, there's, there's, there's some, you know. Uh, in, not incomprehensible, but some some decision that we don't understand us, this is us it, plebs yeah, in it, the stand. Are we just going to reach an outcome that I haven't got a clue how they got to it? And that's the worst thing about it. That yeah, you went mad at the goal and stuff, but you, I mean, 
that moment were fantastic. And if even if it, that had been a foul, for instance, let's say he had slapped him in the face or whatever, hmm. that to take that away, and yeah, technically the right decision if it had hit him, but you know, a goal like that last minute, you're taking all that away. It's just horrible, 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 like invention in football that. Just get rid of it. I don't, I don't know any football fan who, who wants it. Anyone who goes to games, anyway. Maybe your armchair fans love it, but people who actually go to matches, nobody wants that. I was uh, I was fuming. I think this decision was a, a big a big reason why my voice was wrecked over the next two days, to be honest. Yeah, was, honestly, after, I'm not one of these sort of people at all, but when they scored, obviously, and Barrett and Diaz are giving it the ears, which I'm fine with, really. Oh. I were up, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not normally like that at all, but it wasn't him really that or that mad with it. It was just the fact that VAR once again decided, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah, so Diaz takes the penalty. Uh, you know, Fodringham's a lot closer to saving this than I thought, actually. Um, yeah, he should have saved it according to Enya Luca. I don't know what she's <laughs> talking about. But... <laughs> it's, I mean, he, he does get a good touch on it. it. You know, it's not a perfect penalty by any means, but yeah, it's obviously very uh, firmly hit. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Diaz straight to the cop, cupping his ears. Now, I, I don't know. I'm probably reading a bit too much into this. Is this a bit of naivety from... Did Blackburn show some big game naivety here? Because he does that. Blackburn's fans are singing K-Sarah-Sarah at nil-nil. Not even yeah, at one-nil. Yeah, times that in this game they were singing K-Sarah, K-Sarah, yeah. I'm pretty sure United fans wouldn't do that. And I'm fairly confident we would be annoyed to see one of our players goading random away fans like that. Like it's not like Diaz has a history with this, is it? No. And after about what was it? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes, yeah. I, I, if I had been a Blackburn fan, I would have been thinking, don't do that. Like yeah. you're just gonna rile them all up. It's not like when Vardy did it in the, the first Premier League season. He was getting, getting hammered all game as well. And yeah. he scored he gave it that's fine. That's like, you know, shut up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That, I've scored. Keep moving me. I'm not bothered. No one booed Berrett and Diaz. And, and like I say, it was so early in the game. And it was such an open game even at that point. But mm. I think it was pretty obvious it weren't going to finish 1-0 that game. The only reason I know Ben Berrett and Diaz is, is because uh, he, he's, you know, uh, Chilean nationality. And like, you know, the, the story yeah. around that. He is, he is a non-entity footballer to me as a Sheffield United fan. Like, he's a... A decent championship striker. A couple not... of others were giving it as well, though, weren't they? I don't yeah, know what yeah, yeah. And like I say, big game. Maybe they're saying like, you know, but like, like yeah, it's early today. If it had been the 80th minute, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, you you're not going to Wembley, shut your mouths, whatever. I like that. I like that sort of you know banter with the fans. I don't think it should be. But like I say, it was just seemed a bit weird to be honest after just 20 minutes. But... Yeah, and I I think our players know when to button it a bit more, to be honest, and like. You know, save save it till the end. I mean, I saw on the, I think it was a Blackburn vlog, like when the full time whistle goes, like, and Jai does. He was obviously in the vicinity because we we're defending a corner. He does mm. turn pretty much straight to the Blackburn fans and give it a quick shush. But it's like the game's yeah. over. Like we've won. Like there's yeah. no answer to that basically. Whereas, yeah, I just thought, yeah. I actually thought this is going to rile up our crowd. And obviously, I was fuming myself. But I, I guess, I guess at the back, yeah. at the back of my mind, I was like, right. I wanted to win anyway. Now I really want to win. And I think my dad said exactly the same. He was like, I really want to win. Just to yeah. stick it to the That's not because Sharp does it. He does it. I've seen him do it in a couple of first halves. I remember Derby, but they give him that much stick. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? that, that's a historic rivalry for him yeah. and Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I thought that was a, a bit done by, by him, to be honest. And um, yeah, nine, nine minutes later, I think it is, we are level. We're, what a uh, goal. What a goal, yeah. <laughs> We're in a corner and Max Lowe decides... Um, Chances, chances on basically. Twenty-five yards on the volley, smashes it, and uh, Sam Gallagher just sticks out a knee and deflects it into the net for, I think, an equaliser we deserved, even if the way it arrived was obviously totally fluky. This is the one with the VAR where I'm probably most thinking because Max Lowe took it in his stride, didn't he? Just like, mm. I mean, obviously, it's a terrible back, shot, yeah. But, yeah, but he strolled back. So I thought, has he seen someone offside? Does he know this is not going to count? You know what I mean? Yeah, but, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was, it was as though he, uh, yeah, it was just like, oh well, that's probably not going to count. So I better go back and. Get in position, then I thought, but yeah, um, yeah fortunately, it's it, uh, it Gallagher instead and just sort of looped into the net. Um, what did I want to say about that? Yeah, low, not still not really doing it for me at the moment, but he that is left hand side is our weak point, undoubtedly. There's no getting away from it, I'm afraid. Um, it's also where we I have think... the least depth, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, yeah, low to be fair to low i thought he, i thought he was good first half low i actually turned to the guy next to me i don't know what's next to me and i said best i've seen him play for weeks there so then mm. 
thought he went off it a bit in the second that, that bit in the second half where we were getting hammered for about ten minutes. I thought we were all over the place. Um, and he did come back, to be fair, and set up the the, sec- the equaliser. But him and Robinson, and Robinson's been great, you know, for a lot this. But I, I just don't feel that safe with him. I have to admit, I'd much <laughs> rather have, you know, Kieran Clark and Norrington Davis there if if we could have. Uh, if only. Eh? Um, Blackburn had a couple more moments themselves. Um, Fodringer made a good save from. Uh, a free kick. I'm not sure it was that got ahead on this. Yeah, we, I, I would be disappointed they got ahead on this actually because mm. they, they, they had another one as well, didn't they? From a corner, yeah, Gallagher yeah. at the near post, yeah. And I was thinking, just you know, I mean, sort your headers out. It's, they're not, they're not a huge. All right, Gallagher and Berrett Diaz, big lads, but they're not, you know, they're not a huge. They're not that Luton were last week or whatever. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It looked, uh, it did kind of just look like set pieces was the only way we were going to be in any bother. Mm. To be honest, um, Doyle had a brilliant run and. Um, yeah, uh, like run and shot from the edge of the box straight at the keeper. Um, <clears throat> even without his goal, Doyle, which we'll obviously get onto, really, re- really fantastic. I mean, I-, I put this to you the other day, but it's it's a proper conundrum what we do in our next league game as to whether he stays in the team or Norwood comes in. I think you've got to play the same. I think you've got to stick with it, with, with those three in midfield because they've been so good in the last two. And we look so much more attacking. I mean, we were absolutely wide open again in this half in the second half. But and and we were against Sunderland, you know, for the goal and stuff. But we were looking wide open anyway. To be completely honest, in most of the games where Norwood were there, so and we, we definitely look more threatening with McAtee and Doyle playing. Definitely, Doyle. These uh, particularly on Sunday against Blackburn, <laughs> but I say these last two games, it's basically been like, what if Norwood? But he can also dribble and shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was, yeah. yeah, this was phenomenal from Doyle. I thought everything it is, you know, aggressive tackling, the sort of constantly driving forward with the ball. Some of his, you know, Norwood esque pings, and then obviously he caps it with a, a moment that will go down in folklore. But um, yeah, we we get to half time one all. Um, pretty confident that we're gonna go on and win it at that point. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and I thought we started the second half really well. We could have scored. Oh, yes. Even the Grease Chip Butty song hadn't finished, had it? Like, and yep. I, I was, and I looked at it back, and I, I given the benefit of the doubt at the time, I could say I thought it might have gone behind him, but and it did a bit, but a, a, a pretty weird shot from McAtee that way. Yeah, but lack of composure, really. Yeah, nothing, nothing on it, nothing on it at all. I mean, he, he gets anything on that, and he's almost certainly going to score, but it, it didn't even. I don't know. It didn't even reach. Like the the centre spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was sorry, uh, penalty spot. Sorry, I don't know if he was like trying to flick it onto someone else or something. Um, yeah, it's a great. I don't know how planned this is. Like having watched it back, but it is a a more uh, I don't know a, a more enjoyable kick off than like just launch it straight out of play, which you know mm. us and so many other teams seem to do. Doyle dummies uh, Diaz, I think it is. Yeah, excuse the alliteration, and then mm. drives forward with it, and we end up uh, with some nice passes with McBurney and Low. I think it is. Um, yeah, gets gets flipped to McAtee is about what like twelve yards out, maybe ten yards out. Yeah, it does a weird sort of almost is like he's trying to lever it towards McBurney instead of just shooting. And yeah, it would have been twenty seconds if that, probably more like ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, like it must be kind of must have been the first thirty seconds. I thought we started the first half, uh, the first bit of the second half really well. Mm. Although Fodringham pulled off the best save of the entire game in this spell as well. Yeah, so Bulldog had one smashed into the side net. Yeah, difficult yeah. chance, but. A good hit, to be fair. People um, thought it had gone in for some reason, like a yeah. <laughs> There's not much better, not much better in football than like so childish, but yeah. it's like brilliant. <laughs> um, I feel like we had a couple more sort of efforts around this time as well. Um, I think we had a lot, of, like you know, they were going to a lot of good areas and things like that, and and they were cut twice where the ball just slightly went behind us. Can you remember sort of yeah. like it's twice in a row where someone's running on it, almost like a free hit a goal and it just went slightly behind both times. There's one weird one where Njai went the wrong way, do you remember that? <laughs> like the ball sort of yeah. deflected and he yeah. ran ran to his left and it went to his right. I was like what happened there? Did you lose it in the sun or something? It was so strange. But, but as you said, there were so many times we were around their area. Maybe that was a plan from them. Um, mm. And we either didn't pick the right option or a bit too slow and stuff like that. But it, I, it did look to me in that second half, even when Fodrigan made that save, because that were against, that came out of nothing. That it save. did, yeah. They had not really been in our half until that point. And I, I really felt it's coming, this goal. And I'm not only that confident United, but I just thought we looked far, far stronger at that moment. Yeah, yeah. So this this save then, yeah, outstanding. Um, it, I think it's Brereton releases uh, Pickering, actually, in our box. Mm. Yeah, they just sort of... 
<clears throat> I think they just like won one sort of tackle on the halfway line, or you know what got one like one one flick ahead of a defender. And yeah, that, that's right. That sprang it basically. Um, Fodringham makes an excellent. I, th- I really think the save from Pickering is it's brilliant, really low. It's, it's yeah, close it's to as good out, as yeah. the second one, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost behind him and he pushes it away. And then it, it falls to Diaz and, yeah, I just assumed it was a goal. He smashes it goalwards. Fodringham's got up, dives to his left, saves it. Absolutely outstanding save. Like, really just yeah. top goalkeeping. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't, uh, doesn't keep him at, at bay that long. But I think before this, McAtee... Yeah, before that was because I was fuming because it was about... It felt like there were a minute between McAtee's chance, which we're going to talk about, and them scoring almost identical chances. Mm. And uh, obviously, I think it's Travis. I think it is, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was looking at the game, but they had the ball in a safe area, and I'm probably looking at you know other bits of the pitch, thinking like, who's marking who here? Where's? And then the next minute, McAtee's clean through. <laughs> What's happened here? <laughs> I don't know why he was trying to do Travis. Like, it's almost like he. It's not like he tried to pass it back to the goalkeeper and under hit. I don't think. It's no. almost like he tried to pass it to his, uh, you know, centre back, but just sent it completely the wrong way. But yeah, McAtee's in on goal. So much time again. Another brilliant save by Pears. I thought like just sticks the out. Poor finish boot. though. He's straight. It's almost straight at him. He could have done. Could have done so many different things with it. He takes it so quick as well. I think he could even take it a little bit further. Maybe dink it over him or something. Yeah. It's, obviously, in the heat of the moment, he's completely different. But he almost takes the shot from. I have to look it back, but it almost seems like it were almost outside the area. I, th- I think it actually was outside the area. Yeah, like, when he, when he could have run in, you know, and he had far more time than he thought. Because I don't think the Blackburn players were going to catch him, and if they were, they were probably going to pull him down for a pen. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that. Actually, this is a statistical quirk <laughs> that I'll just lob in. That's I, I don't know. I find it kind of interesting. But um, Blackburn had a higher XG than us in this game. By the, I do, yeah. yeah, which really surprised me when I saw it but part of the reason is for things like that where McAtee yeah he was outside the box so <clears throat> even though it's a one-on-one it's actually taking it from there they don't get scored that often so yeah, uh, yeah and the they... McAtee open net one as well I suppose well, I say open net you know and the, what we just talked about that, yeah, that'll probably be in low XG but that were a much better chance than it seemed I don't and think in that's fairness even been Black... as a shot actually you know I think no they... this is what I mean yeah. yeah and in fairness to Blackburn I imagine those two Fodringham ones were really high Exactly, and you got a penalty as well, which is like 0.8. So, yeah. if anything, it's just underlines sometimes the, the uselessness of just looking at single-game XG, I suppose. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting to be like, huh, Blackburn had a higher XG than us, really? Even though I felt like we'd battered him for the majority of the game. Um, but yeah, that was re- that was so frustrating that McAtee had not taken that one at one all. And then, yeah, I guess, <laughs> well, like a minute later, you said, you reckon it was? Uh, that's what it, that's what it like? felt like. I've not got the minutes up, but that's what it felt like to me, yeah. We overplayed it a little bit. Uh, Low makes a, a bad choice and a bad execution in trying to trying to pass it inside to Doyle. I think, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure we had a couple of goes at giving this away before it. You we know? did. We, I don't know what went on because, like I say, we were so on top at this point. Mm. Uh, and did, this is the, 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 the uh, if I can be negative for a minute. Uh, I think uh, this is the the side of the game where I was a little bit concerned. Is once again how open we were. And how many really basic errors we were making at the back? As you've obviously mentioned at the very start of the game, but there were two or three times where Blackburn, like for the penalty, they got down so easily, mm. you know, to, to get that cross in. The one with Fodringham pulled the save off. You know, we get sort of caught out by a fairly simple, you know, turn from Berrett and Diaz to where he passes it to Pickering. And this one again is just a comedy of errors from a lot of people. And you could put put the blame on like four players for this, really. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, Lowe Low is the one who does give it away. Yeah. And uh, I think it's Gallagher slips a brilliant ball through to yeah, um, Smodic. I don't know if you pronounce his name. Let's go with Smodic. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Lowe is... Uh, no, sorry. I think it's Egan steps up trying to play him offside. Um, but it's, you know, he's very clearly onside. And he yeah. slides it into the goal. And uh, yeah, we're somehow 2-1 down. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I wasn't like, you know, oh, typical United or anything. I was just thinking... Well, we've got half an hour left. You know, I'm pretty confident we're going to score at some point. So I wasn't too gutted at this. It was more, I guess, the timing of how we just fluffed a brilliant chance ourselves, That's and then it. for the second time in the game, they'd scored against pretty much against the run of play. Obviously, we'll talk about the real turning point, but I felt that at the time felt a bit like a turning point in in Blackburn's favour. We've just missed an absolute sitter one on one. They've scored their one on one. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's the difference between the game that's how it felt and I have to admit for the next 10 maybe even 15 minutes I thought Blackburn were far better this is where mm. this is the only time in the game where I thought we, yeah we're not going to win this because Blackburn in fairness to them were, 
we I wouldn't even say we were gungo or anything like that. I think our heads went a little bit, understandably, you know, two one down, and yeah, they they had that ball across the area where it Gallagher nearly put it in, mm. uh, and then obviously they hit the post as well. And for that ten fifteen minutes, they they could have wrapped that game up like them. Yeah, we did lose. Yeah, we lost we lost control, didn't we? After that, I think in terms of like you know keeping control of the ball and <clears throat> continuing to do what we've done for the previous hour. You're right, by the way. There was only a minute between. Um, McAtee's shot being saved yeah. and uh, Smodich scoring for them. Um, Paul Heckingbottom looks at this game and thinks, do you know what I need to change uh, it? I don't, because even though we won, I'm still baffled by this. I don't want to go on about this too much because it does, <laughs> it does feel like nitpicking. But I do think it is worthy of discussion because it's the second time it's happened in two straight home games where the change that you make to try and get yourself back into a game that you're losing is to reach for Billy Sharp. And, um, yeah, he comes on after Against seven minutes. Against teams that were really high up, this is mm. what I didn't get. Sometimes, I understand Billy Sharp a lot when if teams are that deep and you're getting balls into the box and it's just bouncing around. That's where Sharp's fantastic because he's got that little bit of, you know, uh, intelligence in the area. He might be able to get on the end of things that other strikers can't. But they were really high. You know, the, our best chances came from us getting behind him and stuff like that, and you know, and die with a bit of dribbling and things like that. I, I couldn't see for the life of me how this was going to work, and yeah. we equalised. I, um, you know, I don't think it was anything to do with this sub. I have to admit, because I think the equaliser came out of absolutely nowhere. To be honest, <laughs> it pretty much did. Yeah, um, Sharp. What you know, he didn't play badly. It's just no, it's not Sharp's fault. It's not not having a go at Sharp. I just thought the tactic. I could understand Jefferson coming on because he's got a bit of pace, a bit of physicality. Mm. I, I don't understand why in the last two games we were playing against teams who, when we're not, at that moment, we weren't really creating anything. Mm. Why would you bring Billy Sharp on? Yeah. And as the shape went and everything, to be honest, for that like five minutes or whatever it was after. I hate when we do that. I know, I know we, you know, you and I, as well as any of the United fans, you know, bemoan our inability to be sort of flexible from a... Um a tactical point of view or a formation point of view, but mm-hmm. I really don't like when we do this. I, I know ultimately we won this game. I can't say that it was because we went to a back four, in all honesty. No. I, I think I think if anything, as we'll get onto it, owed a little bit to um, what Blackburn did. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, their subs were terrible. I don't know <clears> what they were thinking, to be honest. Yeah, um, but Sharp was a bit of a non-factor. I, I really, I don't know, I couldn't quite believe that was the change, like over Jebison, for example, like, yeah, I was trying to talk myself into it, thinking like, oh, well, maybe we're expecting to have a load of the ball and, you know, he might just find that space in the box. But no, as you said, the game kind of continued as it had been doing all the way through. Like, you know, it needed quick movement from us and, you know, getting getting in behind, which we were doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, very, very odd substitution, I suppose. Um, oh, we have missed one crucial thing, actually, um, which I'll say here with Robinson. Um, he obviously got ugh, booked for the penalty, which was... Yeah. All right, that's another one where it's like, okay, maybe that is letter of the law correct, but that is ridiculous nonsense, yeah. like complete nonsense. He slides into a tackle in the first half, which uh, Blackburn receive a free kick for. Now, I have not seen this back. I thought he got at least a touch on the ball, so mm. I was angry that it was a free kick. I'm sure I saw the referee reach for his pocket, you know, because at he that did. point I thought, we're going to play an hour with 10 men here. Yeah, I did. I think, I think he went for his pocket. Sorry it was. And possibly thought if it were that bad, VAR will help me out here. Maybe I don't know. He obviously. Mm, I, I do can think... we yellow cards? Like, no, you know you can't. But they can't tell you to give a yellow card. I don't know. Well, you can't have been going for a straight red, can I? No. No, I mean yeah. either he wasn't um, going for his card. He might have been getting his, uh, you know, magic magic foam. I thought it were off. Yeah. I thought having given a foul. I really. Yeah, if he if he if he thinks that's a foul, he he should have got a yellow card, and that's. Two games in a row now, I think he should have been sent off, Jack Robinson, to be fair. What happened against... I remember, but I remember saying... I think <laughs> he, he just accepted it. He got booked really early on, didn't he? Did he do something in the second... I might be I might be being harsh there, I'm not sure, but he was lucky to stay on. Yes. I'm amazed he's not being sent off yet. <laughs> it's a fairly, a fairly safe bet that he should have been sent off at some point. Um, so he gets subbed off in the 70th minute. Um, yeah, probably. It's probably if you're going to remove a defender, he would have been the right one to do anyway. But yeah, maybe that yeah. was in Heckingbottom's mind as well. A minute later, they hit the post with this um, another counter attack and a great hit by Hedges. 
Um, very similar to the uh, Snodgrass disallowed goal, if you remember, yeah, against uh, yeah. West Ham. I missed this. I'm in the toilet as usual, um, <laughs> and something major happens. I thought, I think, I think there were an injury or something, and they were all taking ages. Oh, I'll use this to nip to. So then I just said, "This is oh, our United." <laughs> yeah, not a, a great shot rather than a great chance. Um, yeah, hits the inside of the near post, runs across the line and out for a goal kick and a. A major sigh of relief, um, and then I think after that is the one um, that like Gallagher just couldn't quite get on the end of. And that bit, they were at, like I say, only five or ten minutes. It felt a bit longer, but they were really on top, and they yeah. it looked like they looked miles more likely to score than us at that point. And then they made this change. They went, I believe, yes. they went to a back three. So 80th minute, yeah, they made a double change. They took off uh, Hedges and brought on Wharton, who's a defender. Yeah, and uh, they did a straight swap at fullback. I think at right back, Britain uh, for Costello. I think yeah, Rankin Costello. Yeah. yeah, so pretty sure they went to a back three, and yeah, we equalised a minute later. <laughs> it was a bad game for substitutions, really, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> nice bit of play by Doyle finds low on the wing who takes a slightly heavy touch, but a lot of yeah. credit to him for sticking with it and um, yeah. wins it back. And then this. This is just individual brilliance from McBurney. He did honest. fantastically well to get into this area. Uh, what did it say? I think Tufty Club said this today. Uh, I think the actual official FA Cup, Emirates Ollie FA McTurney. Cup. Ollie McTurney. Ollie yeah, McTurney, yeah. Well, bloody hell. Um, <laughs> I thought that was quite one, of his, one of his famous scuff shots. <laughs> a scuff <laughs> shot that was right in the corner, though. Like, when brilliant. I watched it back, yeah. a phenomenal finish. Like It was inch perfect. But, yeah, he's facing away from goal, just spins on the spot. He's, it. I don't know, it reminded me a little bit of Pesky Salido against mm. Forrest, you know, that really close control, like defenders not quite sure where he's going to go. And yeah, great control, great strength. Yeah. And yes, all right, it is a bit of a scuff finish, but also it's right in the corner of the net. And, and I was the same as you. I wasn't sure he sharp and touched it in. Mm. I thought, and he might have not been offside sharp, but I thought... I was cheering again, but I was thinking, is he? T-? But McBurney were going that mad that I thought, I don't think he's got a touch on it because McBurney's yeah. celebrating like he scored it. So yeah, I don't think he. I, I have watched it back to try and see if I was right to be worried in terms of like was sharp offside, and I mm-hmm. don't think he is. But again, it's hard. No. To, it's hard to tell sometimes. You were offside it? a lot in this game, Sharp. Mm. So <laughs> I think you were offside more than he touched the ball. To be honest. <laughs> um, uh, Baldock comes off for Bogle. Um, mm. This were a weird sub, this, because Bogle were coming on, and I know Baldock's only just come back from injury and stuff. I thought mm. it were fantastic, by the way, Baldock. I, I, I feel mm. like his performance has got a little bit overlooked with the brilliance of Doyle and, and Dye and, yeah, and the rest of him. But I thought Baldock, phenomenal. He didn't, not everything he did were right, but just that energy and that aggression and stuff. We've missed it. I said, like, halfway through the game to, to Eggy, I said that it, it's only like when he's come back, you've realised how much you've missed him, if you know what I mean. That mm. genuinely good defending no messing about, getting stuck in. And, he, and I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, we've improved in the last two games since he's come back in. As I said, all the talk's been about Doyle and McAtee, but I think he's been a massive difference as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, just on McBurney, actually, to, while I'm talking substitutions, didn't think he was very good in this game. Like It, it was, wasn't no. wasn't bad, but quite an average performance. And he looked he looked a little bit gassed. There was, um, mm-hmm. excuse me, there was a moment where Blackburn had a counter-attack and we had... We had four players like basically stood with their hands on their hips and in near their penalty box, and he was one of them. I think. Uh, I think Baldock. I was saying to you, I thought he looked absolutely shattered, absolutely shattered. Um, mm. Which is bizarre because he didn't play against Sunderland, but he did. He looked knackered, uh, and he was going to come off. Jebison, it was when right? Jebison was getting ready yeah. to come on, yeah. And Jebison uh, were going to come on, and I'd have been all right with that sub to be completely honest, because like Matt Burney didn't look like he was going to be a threat at all, and obviously got the goal. So yeah, it makes it even more baffling that Jebison hadn't come on for Jack Robinson, though. Mm-hmm. That he yeah. was, you know, obviously fit to play. Yeah. At least 10, 15 minutes. Um, so I suppose we all had a bit of a, a breath there. Were you thinking this is going to extra time? or? Well, this is what I, the Baldock substitution, sorry, I want to elaborate on, is that when Bogle came on, and I saw him coming on, we were sort of playing 4-4-2, weren't we, at this point almost? Or uh, 4-3-3, if you like. We ended yeah. up behind the two strikers and four of them. And I wondered, are we going to see Bogle at wing? Do you ever want to see it saying, let's play Bogle on the right wing? Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder if we're going to put him on the right wing here instead of McAtee or even Berger, because those two were definitely wider uh, once we changed formation. But obviously, once Bogle come on, it would. I thought, this is all our attack now. <laughs> We've got Bogle and Lower playing actual fullback and basically just Doyle 
in midfield. Because <laughs> uh, the other two of us, as I said, like pushing out wide and stuff. And I thought after that goal, we, we were all over him, not in terms of chances, mm. but we were just pushing forward and pushing forward and pushing forward. And I think it would have been... I, I even think if it had gone to extra time, the momentum were with us that much, they would have won it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I felt... It, it did feel like only one win. I, I thought like that's... That's them shot now that we've got the equaliser. Like There is only going to be one of the team that's going to advance in this. Um, yeah. A small thing I want to mention just before we get to the winning goal. Uh, Blackburn did have a... I don't know if it was an attack, but the ball went out for a goal kick to United. And did you notice this? A Blackburn player ran and retrieved the ball for Fodringham, which they'd not done at any point during the game. No, I didn't see this, actually, no. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, my dad were both like, well, that's a bit weird. Like, you know, I thought they'd be, I thought they'd be playing for extra time at this point. Oh like, yeah, I mean the way they were playing as well, they'd gone so exactly. deep. Exactly. Yeah. So one of their players hurried to get the ball back to Fodringham. He, uh, yeah, <laughs> and you know, thirty seconds later, the balls, uh, the one well, over thirty seconds, the balls in McTy on the wing. Well, actually, get to this uh, non-contentious moment. Uh, what's this guy's name? Is it Tyler Morton? Yeah, it's on loan from Liverpool, and I think. Yeah, so there's a he's got the ball on the wing, and Njai just takes it off him, and Morton goes down like a sack of potatoes, holding his face. But he goes down so slowly that it just looks pathetic. And obviously, I was expecting a whistle to be blown, but the referee just waves on, uh, waves play on. We all play on. Blackburn play on. Just a Macti on the wing. It's a burger in the uh, like on the edge of the box. I'm thinking, shoot, please, somebody shoot. Comes mm-hmm. to Doyle, shoot. He has done. It sailed into the top corner from I 25 was so yards. I sh- so sure this wasn't going in. <laughs> Just because, it, you know, it's a one, it's almost like a once-in-a-lifetime sort of goal, 90th-minute quarter-final goal in front of the cop. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wanted him to shoot because he had that much space and there was nothing else on. I, I were almost like, when it went in, I was thinking, nah. It was that split <laughs> second of, I bet it's gone wide and people have just, you know what I mean? Is it the, the other side of the net or whatever? <laughs> And I'm like going mad, and then it was a bit like <clears throat> Ralph Hasselhooten, you're the gif. Where oh, yeah. <laughs> just trying to compose yeah. himself. Like, oh, I'm gone, calm down, look, look at their players over there. And that's why I ate about VAR. To be fair, everyone else is going mad. And I think Deadbats, I've met Deadbat after, and he was like saying, he was the one in the uh, in, in his stand, like going, they're going to disallow this. They're going <laughs> to. And everyone's going mad. But I was, I was like, come on. Oh, hang on, hang on, I forgot about that player who's gone down. Hang on, hang on. And even like about. Two minutes later, you'd never put it past VAR to call it back, would you? So. It was a long time before we restarted because he did end up getting subbed off, didn't he, immediately after this morning? I yeah, because he pretended he were injured to the point where... Even <laughs> they had though, to sub him oh, off. Yeah, they had to sub him <laughs> off. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous for him. But he was down for that long. And I would say, like, I wasn't convinced until it kicked off. And he really yeah, yeah. kicked off all like, he's giving it... Because VAR are mad and that's they could easily say, hang on. We've just found this thing in these four minutes we've been watching yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, brilliant moment. Absolutely fantastic goal, obviously. Um, there were so many funny things. Obviously, him being on the floor laid out, obviously United have put the goal from every angle out, haven't they? Like 11 minutes straight of that goal. And him just sort of laid down. He looks like a right idiot. And I the, the one of those angles, like just the camera just zooms straight to him for like lingers yeah. on him for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and like I say, the Blackburn. I mean, if I were a Blackburn player, I'd be absolutely furious. Who no, knows? I, I don't With know. Him. He might. He might have been Doyle's man. There's a reason he had so hey, much. What do we play midfield? That, that's why Doyle had the space because yeah, he flopped to the floor for no reason at all. Essentially down to ten men. Yeah, I mean, just to, yeah, just to clear this up, this is in, in no way a foul, is it? No, no, not at all. And this no. is the thing that this is where you obviously can't tell when you're at the game, but yeah. The way that even the Blackburn players carried on straight after, you know, when someone gets hit in the face like that, you'll see some proper appeals. I felt you were pretty obvious. I mean, the referee does normally give fouls like that in a way, I suppose. You it's know, an easy one to give. It's on the halfway line. Yeah, it's on the yeah. halfway line. He can't really see because his back's turned. But fair play to him and the linesman for playing on. And I suppose that's where, I don't know, maybe VAR comes in with that. Maybe they've got that comfort, you know, saying, well, mm. if... If I have missed it and they score, then we'll catch it, you know. But I've not seen anything. Yeah. And maybe in a league game, he, you know, in a championship game, he, he blows for that. Yeah. 
but fortunately it doesn't. Yeah, Doyle gets it 25 yards out. His first touch just comes out of his feet beautifully and then, yeah, smashes a shot which um, arcs away from the goalkeeper. So even though he does get a hand on it, mm-hmm. he can only really push it into the net. And yeah, really, that's that's going to be one of those that goes down in, in Blades folklore in it. A phenomenal yeah. strike. Like, I was just just buzzing for about 30 seconds after it hit the net. Just an incredible moment. And yeah, what what a way to win a very, very exciting game. Um, there's one final thing, I suppose, that happens. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to have to criticise Billy Sharp again. You, 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 you oh, gives that foul away. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Yeah, I was really angry about it. Because everyone, everyone around me were clapping, well done, Billy. Well done. I'm like, no, it's the last kick of the game. They can just boot it into our box. Just hold him there. Oh, oh, yeah, I was furious at that point. I was shouting and everything. <laughs> we, had a, we had a chance just before this to, to seal it. Um, yeah. The counter, uh, Bogle. to Bogle, weren't it? Yeah, Bogle's like, uh, yeah, last defender in on the box, basically, and defender gets a block in. And then, yeah, Schaub commits this foul with the defender facing his own goal near the halfway line. And I just couldn't believe what I was seeing because he was like, he just didn't need to do it. Like, just, just put your hands up and don't touch the guy because he was sort of jockeying him and jostling him, wasn't he? And this is one of those things that sounds so nitpicky. It's like, well, your striker conceded a foul on the halfway line. Why is that a big deal? Well, the reason it's a big deal is because now they can send every outfield player yeah. forward and have them all set and be like, right, this free kick I'm aiming for our tallest, best header. He's yeah. going to head it to this direction. I want three players here. Why give him this option? And obviously, it, it ends was the up... same. Do you remember Preston last season? Which I think was sharp as well, wasn't it? Yeah, sharp, exactly the same. Yeah. Sharp as well. And I remember Robinson rightly got absolute pelters because he completely missed the ball when it went flying in but that all came from that ridiculous free kick given away by Sharp as well and yeah it was just like I say we're nitpicking to a degree but it was like Harry obviously Basham somehow managed to clear it for a corner rather than yeah. a throw in from this so the keeper comes up and, he's just and you're thinking here we go yeah. yeah I mean I have to admit I wasn't that nervous simply because I, I did think even if it went to extra time we were that on top at that point that we'd still win but you you want to go through obviously ninety minutes as well, so yeah. Yeah, now you know we we actually had been singing Caserata at that point, you know, yeah, giving yeah. it back to the Blackburn. I was like, I really don't want them to equalise in the ninety seventh minute after we, yeah. you know, and take away this fantastic moment that we've had with Doyle scoring yeah. this goal. Yeah, 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 it's look, they didn't score from it. It, it was extremely unlikely that they would score from it because it's a free kick on the halfway line, but it's so avoidable, and it, yeah. you know, as you as you cited correctly, there a team did score from it as recently as last season. Um, he he should know so much better than that. He's thirty. Was he thirty seven? He's he's probably played like fifty thousand professional games at this point. I couldn't believe what I'm watching. Like I, I just I don't know. I, I almost can't believe I've talked about this for like two minutes straight. But <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. a game that we won, like one of our best, you know, best wins in recent memory. But just don't do that again. If you know, if we're a goal up in a game to clinch promotion, or in you know, imagine being in the semi final or something like that. Like, please don't do that, Billy. You're better than that. There's no need for it. Anyway. Keepers up for the corner. We clear the corner. The full-time whistle blows immediately. And that is that. The Blades are going to Wembley yet again. Great game. Great occasion. Great atmosphere. Great goal. Just uh, everything's great, mate, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. And like I say, it's one of those weird things. We went to the pub after and there were some Blackburn fans in the pub. And this, I'm repeating so they've just... I've just heard off Tufty Club, but it was true because I was there. <laughs> and um, the draw were made and everything. And the Blackburn fans are going, ah, because we've got Man City. It's like, what are you on? And obviously, I shared a tweet yesterday when people seeing it about this <laughs> this Blackburn fan lying, let's be honest. That he were in a pub after, and when we drew Man City, there were women who started crying <laughs> and, and ran out of the pub saying, what's the bloody point? It's like we've got the second best team in England instead of the third best team in England. Uh, we could have got. It's a one in three chance of getting. And whoever we played, we were gonna get beat almost certainly. <laughs> I think in a way, it's not, I get it with City because City are probably out of the three. The City are the one that can stick ten past you or whatever. But realistically, you know, a loss is a loss in a semi final, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. If we lose, we lose. And I think Brighton for me, in a way, would have been a a lesser, a worse draw in the sense of. Because it's Brighton, people sort of don't realise how good Brighton are. And I, I think some of our fans have probably gone with a little bit of hope, if you know what I mean. They've been going, oh, it's, well, you know, Brighton, we can do Brighton, it's only Brighton. And Brighton aren't far off Man United, to be completely honest. Like, there's not yeah. much of Brighton and Man United. Imagine if they play, that's going to be a close semi-final. Um, so, yeah, we, it is the draw we wanted to avoid, no doubt, because of 
Doyle and McAtee, if nothing else, and the fact that you know, you've, you've gone from, I don't know, 100 to 1 to 150 to 1, maybe, to, to get to the final. But, yeah. you know, we, we, still, we, are, we are genuinely going to be able to enjoy this. The last one we had were Hull. Um, and we were a League One team. No one gave us a chance in that, including our fans. But there was still that hope because it was only Hull. There were two divisions between us, but they were like 16, I think, weren't they, in the mm. Premier League? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, we've, we've been offered... Stanning and Blades obviously put it out to us, haven't they? The question mm-hmm. of, would this be a bigger shot than if we were to beat Hull? Absolutely 1,000%, I think. Yeah, I think so as well, yeah. He, he did, he put this to us, yeah. Intrigued to hear your thoughts on whether us beating City in the FA Cup semi-final would be a bigger upset than when we played Hull as a mid-table League yeah. One team or Arsenal in 2003 throughout as well. Arsenal's an interesting one because that's... That were a great side, yeah. A, a fantastic Arsenal team. And we were obviously... We were a good championship team, but uh, we weren't an automatic promotion championship team no. as we are this season, obviously. No, we had Stuart McCall running around after Patrick Vieira. Like yeah, Thierry Henry. Uh, I feel like... Um, obviously, Lundberg you know, kind of... obviously scored. South yeah. Campbell's there. Peak, yeah, were... Campbell, David I Seaman, think football's changed so much, even in those, what, 20 years ago that were... I think we're, we're yeah. getting to a point now where Man City... Arsenal, Man United, maybe Newcastle in a couple of years, are just so much better than mm-hmm. everybody else. We're not, I mean, we beat Tottenham, and people saying Tottenham beat Man City, obviously anything can happen in that, in a one-off game. Mm. I think it's changed so much now that I really do believe, like, a 16th place Premier League side against a League One team, like a top-end League One team, is about the same difference as a champ- top championship team to a you know, top Premier League team, if not lesser. Yeah. Because they're just that good. And they are that. They just be, you know, Champions They just won a Champions League second round game, 7 0 <laughs> at home. It's, it's outrageous, really. We're not, we're not talking about. I think it's, like I say, I think it's changed that much. It's much. It was much closer even when we played Arsenal. Mm. We, we, we went on with that team under Warnock. Imagine that team under Warnock. We finished third bottom, got a great 39 points or whatever it was, 38 points. That team now under Warner could probably get about four points <laughs> with how strong the Premier League is now compared to what it was then. I think you, I think you nailed it with the um, how, how much it's changed in twenty years. Yeah, the, the the superpower teams are like yeah, they're so superpower. I, mean, I think it was I think it was, sorry, it was Carlton Blade on S two said this earlier. Like City have uh, I think he said about fifteen players who would immediately be United's best player since Tony Curry. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, they do. And they've know. also got fifteen players who would probably get into the fifth place team in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. They, I mean, yeah. So to answer the question, by far a bigger upset in my opinion than League One United beating Premier League Hull would have been, or us beating Arsenal in two thousand three. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's, we're going to be such outsiders. It's going to need. Something miraculous. I mean, it is only 90 minutes. It's 11 v 11. You know, keep it tight. Keep it nil-nil for an hour. Who knows? But, oh, mate. (laughs) I don't even want to think about it in terms of, like... Well, actually, no, I do want to think about it because I want to just reinforce, like, how important it is to enjoy moments like this Blackburn game where going into that, I was like, it's going to be... We're not going to win the FA Cup. Like, it's it's so hard for us to win the FA Cup. I think I sent it to you. Um, I've got it here. So beat Blackburn, hope Man City and Man United draw each other, hope we somehow beat yeah. Brighton, hope Man United somehow beat Man City, and then hope we beat Man United in the final. Yeah. Like that's pretty unlikely. We managed the first bit, didn't manage any of the rest of it, unfortunately. And yeah, I mean if we beat Man City to get to the FA Cup final, that's I don't know, I'm not I'm not blaming like the story. Even but... the Blackburn fans after like, you know, on on their forum with like when I've got the view from and stuff I said Oh, I'm glad we didn't win. Now, was like, who did you think you were going to play? Like Blackpool, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it, if you get far, I'm so Wednesday fans saying, "I'm glad it's them and not us." Well, that's like saying, "Well, what's the point of being promoted then?" To the <laughs> what's the point of I don't ever want to going go to because football? Then you have to play better teams and you might lose. Like, what a ridiculous way to look at things. Why just stay in League One then forever and win games and go out in the third round just because then? Oh no, we might have to play the big time. You know what I mean? This is what you do it for. This is what yeah. that's football. Uh, Going to Wembley is not something that a club our size should be doing as much as we've been doing. No, exactly. And we certainly shouldn't be in an FA Cup semi-final as a championship team 
And as much as all these other fans are saying, I'm glad it's not us. Because you think Burnley fans are sat at home today going, well, I wish we hadn't had played Man City. Cause they, had a, they had a cracking time. You could hear them all the way through the game. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, and it's a learning curve for a lot of players. And a lot of players will never play at Wembley again. They'll never play up against Manchester City players again. And like I say, you've got to enjoy it. Even if we get beat 15-0. <laughs> well, yeah, that might be going a bit far. But, you know... <laughs> uh, I'm just going to enjoy the game. There's not one part of me thinks we're going to win, and I've not really gone into any game like that. Certainly not like an FA Cup semi-final, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, not one part of me thinks we're going to win, but I can't wait. Like, I, yeah. I absolutely cannot wait. It's going to be like... an amazing time. We're going to be. I, I'm looking at the City Forum, but I think they're going to win City. Believe it or not. No, but realistically, they they don't think they're going to sell out um, on mm. their forum simply because and I understand this. People might say poor fan base, but. There's a, you know what, a 99.9% chance they're going to be playing at Wembley again in about a month in the final, which is much more important than the semi-final. So, mm. you know, it's going to be fully United fans. It's going to be, a, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a really, really good day. And you know, I think as long as, as long as it's like nothing absolute. And look, Man City won a FA Cup final. But it's six nil. Something like that. I, I really think the scoreline's immaterial, mate. I, yeah, I, it, know, it, if, it, we, if we receive our heaviest ever defeat, it's like, well, yeah, football's changed. Bloody look at them. They've got like a cyborg up front who's just breaking records left and And right. They've got a hundred million pound player who barely starts for him. It's like the Middlesbrough fans were like, I saw a couple of Middlesbrough fans saying, oh, they get hammered and it it knocks the confidence. So if if you let that knock your confidence into the best team in the world, which they probably are right now in terms of form, then what what are you doing? Because, you know, Burnley got beat 6-0. I don't think there's one bit, nothing in those Burnley players that were going, oh God, you know what was going to happen to the league? We're not yeah, as good as we thought. You know what I mean? The league, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to win next week or whatever. Burnley and go up in a couple of games. So, yeah, uh, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. And and like I say, it really sort of, as you could probably tell, got to me. People like fans of other clubs saying, "Go, oh, glad it's them and not us." Well, why are you bothering playing? Because yeah. the, the ultimate goal of anything is you end up having to play the best clubs. Indeed, yes, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a great day out. I think just waiting for. Um, Wait for confirmation of uh, time of kickoff and stuff, then I can start making proper plans and, and ticket news as well. I'm, I'm certainly, I'm certainly going to try and get the t- the cheapest ticket possible though, because um, you know yeah. I, I, I'm not too fussed about having like a perfect view if City hammers, and if we win. I absolutely won't care <laughs> that I didn't no. have a great view of it. So, yeah, just uh, just sign me up for the cheapest ticket possible, and uh, I'll save the rest for beer. I think. Um, the, uh, the accommodation. We I told you actually, didn't we? We didn't get that one that I told you about. But somewhere else in London. Yeah, I'm doing the big three day three day weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that is gonna be epic. Imagine if we get to the final. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, I'll be skimmed by then, so I'll just watch it at home, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, let's, let's wrap up. Fantastic win for the Blades. Just a, a really thrilling game. You know, I, I do think that Doyle goal is going to go down in um, yeah. you know, United history, as I said. Sadly, uh, McAtee and, and, uh, and uh, Doyle won't be able to play in the final because obviously on loan. Uh, I can't speak, mate. Won't be able to play in the semi-final because they're on loan from Man City. It's been a bit. So of... I mean, there is a bit of thing about this, and people have their own opinions. I'd, if it is Man City's decision, I don't blame them at all for not for saying no. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no way they should let them play for us. Like, no. Absolutely not. Imagine if they lost. If they lost, and they were McAtee and Doyle were our best players, and yeah, that, no chance. I, I really don't think you should be. Allowed to play against your parent club, yeah. full stop. To be honest, so can you imagine um, if we had about? I mean, I'm trying to think. who was out on loan for us at the moment. Uh, we got out on loan. Sariki, Rochdale, got Rochdale in the semi. You're thinking, oh, we should easy beat these because this is how they'll. Yeah, he, he can play for him. Yeah, he it's can fine. play. Then he scores a worldie from 30 yards <laughs> and puts you out. You're like, why did we let him play? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a shame, uh, and you know, <laughs> thought of a uh, Fleck Norwood Berger midfield against. Uh, well, I'm not even going to bother listing the names, De Bruyne, etc. It doesn't doesn't fill me with much optimism for the game, but I tell eh, you what, whatever. Yeah, leave me out. John Fleck always has a good game against Man City. He Get does. him in. You're right. He really does. He's had some of 
the best games I've ever seen from a Blades midfielder against One of his best performances of that, maybe his best, were Man City away when we lost 2-0. He were fantastic in that match, John Fleck. Mm. And then even the, the relegation season, he was the best player for us in that game as well. Yeah, There's another thing as well, which I'll say, look, it's a bigger pitch, Wembley and all this. And, you were yeah. saying, uh, uh, sorry to railroad your point. No, God. I say this all the time. It's not that much bigger. It's not like, we've, no, it's it not like playing bigger. on the moon. I mean, it's, there no, are limits no, yeah, to yeah, these yeah. things. It just looks bigger. But the thing is as well, and this probably goes overlooked as well, is that we have played City recently. It's not like we haven't played him for 15 years. And yeah, they've got the cyborg up front now. But <laughs> And Grealish is obviously coming to the team. They are better than when, when we've played him. But then he beat us 1-0 in, the, in our worst ever season, twice. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I mean, most uh, of our team will have played against them. Robinson, Egan, Baldock, Berger... Yeah, low possibly. Uh, yeah, because the, the kind of get to saying, uh, you know, imagine Baldock up against Grealish. Well, yeah, yeah every time he's played like ten he's absolutely marks him out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I know but, exactly. Yeah, so like I say, all the yeah, and they're, they're unbelievable, and there's also this sort of you know, are they playing Bayern Munich on on the Wednesday, hmm. and then they play in Arsenal on, it, yeah. on the Tuesday. They might play the reserves. Well, the reserves, <laughs> the reserve is going to include a World Cup winner in Al- Alavés, you'd have thought, and yeah, yeah, and yeah Grealish yeah. and Mares, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, it's a free it. Go and enjoy it. Uh, sing, sing your hearts out and drink up. It's going to be, um, it's going to be a good day out. Um, and yeah, we earned it through a fantastic win over Blackburn. Uh, am I right in thinking Blackburn were the uh, the team that Norwood called? Uh, Chirpy. Chirpy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll not say the second word that he used. Yeah. So well, all their fans the actually, on the, I can't wait to we'll get United, the Chef United in the playoffs and we'll beat them and all this, but we'll see. You know, I mean, you know, if, if we do get pipped to second place or whatever, I don't I don't know. I wouldn't mind playing Blackburn again, to be honest. I think it'd be close, but, you know. No, I don't know if it would. I, 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 I think Blackburn are as likely to miss the playoffs as we are to miss automatic promotion, so... I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, prepared yeah. for this to come back to yeah. bite me. I think it's a very, very, very small chance that we would have a playoff game against Blackburn this season. Mm. Well, this yeah. is a great coach to like, and they've scored in the last minute. Who would have thought it? On goal, Tommy Doyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take that chance. It's it's, it's long odds. It's fine. Um, yeah, people are just. Long, is it longer odds than us beating Man City? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but it's, <laughs> it can be a, can be a million miles off. There's quite a lot that has to happen to uh, yeah yeah to get that. Whereas that's just one ninety minute occasion. I don't know. I'm gonna I'll see if I can find odds on this later. Anyway, yeah. mate. Uh, view from Blackburn. I thought they am I right? They didn't. Uh, it wasn't quite the the simmering fury that I thought it was going to be. Actually, started off well. Uh, sort of, you know, great game, great game of football. Oh, we're a bit unlucky then. I hope he's going to admin. I hope, <laughs> I hope they go bust and all this sort of stuff. Which I have to admit, to lose a game like that, and there were a lot of. I, I walked when we walked out after the game. I don't know if you how much you saw. There were a lot of shouting and stuff from our fans to their fans. Long way home, and you know we're going to Wembley and all this. Mm. It must have been infuriating to lose it like that. I mean, we, were, yeah. we have to remember as well. Blackburn have never played at the new Wembley. Oh, I guess they probably haven't, have they? No, yeah. so you know it's it must have been. I I don't really blame him for bitterness because it must have been gutting. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. But at least um, you don't have to play Man City. So <laughs> <laughs> good way to finish it, mate. Right, uh, that is Roy's view from dot com. Uh, follow you at Panchero and me at Bladespot on Twitter. Any uh, any other final words, mate? Anything else to say? No, really, really enjoyed it, and it's given me a bit of a, a. Obviously, after that Luton game, we were really down in the dumps, mm. and he just got to show on it. Two games of football, everything's changed again, and maybe we should, you know, we'll, we'll probably do a pod before Norwich, middle yeah, of the world, so yeah. that's that's tightened up again. But you know, I, I like I like what's happened in a weird way. With just sorry, I'm rambling, but this is with the fixture changes. Obviously, Huddersfield now being moved to the second to last game of the season. Mm. I like that. I like I like the way it's fallen. Weird, like we've got four home games in a row, mm. and and then two away games, right? And then so two away it... games. Or just feel might be safe by then, or even down by then. Birmingham are almost certainly going to have nothing to play for. Yeah, I, I think it's actually we're going to be you know we're going to have to use the squad well, but I think it's fallen pretty well the way it's happened actually. Mm, indeed. Well, yeah, we'll have, we'll have that conversation next week, maybe before uh, before football resumes, I suppose, but. Yeah, enjoy the international break, everybody. Like, what a way to sign it off. Pick up the away win at Sunderland uh, and gain a little bit of ground on Middlesbrough as well. And then this game. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one to live long in the memory, I think. So, uh, well done, United. Fantastic 
Fantastic win. Just so good. I'm, I'm probably just going to go and watch the highlights again now, I think. Yeah, I might do the same, actually. Yeah, yeah. got me in the mood, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you very much, sir. Cheers.